0: Log Talk Radio. It's uh, September 24th already. My goodness, this month has gone by fast. It has for me, anyway. I've been staying very busy. I've, uh, I work all day and into the night. and uh, You know, life goes by that way. When people say, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. I think, get a job. Stay busy, goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness, summer segues into fall. We're finally starting to get fall here in Tennessee. We went straight from winter to summer. We didn't have any spring here. It looks like we may get a little bit of fall, though. Um, starting to cool down a little bit at long last. And, uh, oh, by the way, I am the Reverend John St. Germain. For those of you who uh, thought you were getting uh, Hockey Today or NASCAR Live, sorry to disappoint you. This is the Crystal Silence League Hour, um, episode 188. Wow we're heading rapidly toward uh, 200 episodes i thought i'd retire at 500 but maybe not we may go all the way to 1000 why not if i live that long i'll i'll live forever don't worry i'm never going to die so tonight we're going to talk about uh trump 17 the star And I have interesting things to tell you about this card, stuff you may have never heard of before about the star. Um, I'm always interested when I get a reading from a tarot reader to see if they've come to the same conclusions I have based on the same studies. Uh, Because this information is out there if you look for it. I'm not telling you anything that's not out there. I'm not making this stuff up. It's not like... Now, I sitting in a corner going, oh, mom, mom, and had these revelations about these cards. This information is out there about these cards if you look for it. It, I'm not making this stuff up. If you look in the same places I've looked, you'll get the same information. I've I've studied this stuff. I'm not making this stuff up. It's not like, wow, remember St. Germain came up with some good stuff. No, I did not. This is information that's out there if you study it. We live in, in an age where anybody can go buy a deck of cards. And say, oh, you know, this deck spoke to me and told me these things, which I translate as I just am too lazy to read books and study or get someone to teach me. I just want to make stuff up and get on Facebook and say, hey, I'm doing readings. Send me $25 and I'll do a reading for you. That's what I hear. Uh, To me, if you say you can do something, you have to show me. You know, I'm I'm not a skeptic or anything. You know, just show me. And, um, uh. That means, well, well, who are you that I have to show you anything? Nobody. I'm not anybody. But, you know, before I give you my $25, you have to uh, show me something, you know. uh, Before I part my money, uh, I kind of have this rule money is the sincerest form of flattery. You know, if you give me your money, I'm very honored. If you pay me money for me to do something for you, I'm really honored. And if you do it again and again and again, I'm really flattered. I'm really honored. You know, thank you so much for doing that. And, and, you know, I have, I have uh, customers and clients and people in my, in my congregation, I've been doing readings and root work and ceremonies for them for generations. I have um, grandmothers, great grandmothers. I have great grandmothers, grandmothers, mothers, daughters, uh, granddaughters, great granddaughters grandchildren, you know, five generations of people who come to me, um, you know, which uh, honors me to no end, you know, whole families of people. And uh, this is a a great responsibility. I can't, I can't be lazy. Um, You know, I I, I can't, I just can't do it. So, um, tonight we're going to look at uh, Chalcedony or Chalcedony. I've heard it pronounced both ways, and I pronounce it both ways, depending on my mood, depending on which voice in my head is predominant, uh, Chalcedony. Uh, we're going to read some prayers tonight, because we are the Crystal Silence League, and we're going to talk about the star, Trump 17. So uh, stay with us, stay with us. I don't really have a segue for you. You don't know, no cool music to take us into it. So why don't we just go right on and talk about Chalcedony, Cal Cal Chalcedony. Uh, mentioned in the Bible, by the way, um, And oh my goodness, I'd love to tell you about this. I'm having trouble uh, a lot with my um, internet tonight. Um, Some of the scripts are not working right. But um, I I can tell you about uh, Chalcedony. Chalcedony and uh, Chalcedony uh, comes in different colors. You'll see it in purple, sometimes purplish red, sometimes blue, sometimes almost pearlescent white. And uh, I'll tell you that um, the bluish Chalcedony Um, Resonates with the throat chakra and is very good for clear communication and good for uh, clearing up communication issues. Um, It's um, uh, very good um, for calming sorrow and anger. And um, uh, you, you know how there are people who just blurt out stuff, they speak. Uh, what's on their mind, and then regret the consequences later. This is really good to have uh on your presence if you do that. you wear a an amulet around your neck, and uh you don't tend to uh, uh you know uh open mouth insert foot quite as much um, uh sometimes there's another form of talk that goes on a lot uh this internal dialogue in your head that just keeps talking and talking and talking, and you can't turn it off. Uh, the blue calcetan uh, is very good for calming that, turning it off, um, shutting it down. Um, it's good for another type of communication too, the communication with your uh, divine um, voices, uh, spirits, your, your higher self, your inner beings. Uh, there's kind of a pinkish milky Sunday, um which is good. You can put it uh, in the crib with your baby to protect it from uh, negative spirits. Um, It's also good for uh, if there's a negative environment, it can protect children from the hostile emotional energies. So this is a very good uh, little stone. Um, It's uh, good to have around for meditation. It can help you achieve that alpha state. Um, Very necessary for meditation. Um, Makes a good infusion. Uh, Make your uh, uh, elixirs from it. Um, And that's the Chalcinia. You'll see it in the Bible a lot. They used to put it on their shields, uh, the breastplates of their shields um, to protect them in battle. Our Crystal of the Week. The Crystal Silence League was founded around 1917 by Claude Alexander Conlon for the purpose of projecting positive prayer and uh, psychic affirmations for all those in need of such, and when he passed away in 1954, the League went with him until about 2007 or so, when it uh, was uh, formed by Missionary Independent Spiritual Church, which is now the Association of Independent Spiritual Church, is, on the interweb, and you can find us at www.crystalsilenceleague.org. And if you go there, you can go to the uh, prayer page, the prayer petition page, prayer request page, and post prayers. And prayer is always free at the Crystal Silence League. We also have a gift shop. And if you go to the gift shop, you can uh, purchase crystal balls and books, some of which are by me and some of which are by our founder, uh, Mr. Claude Conlon. And it's been my custom to read aloud prayers uh, since the day we started this show, and I usually read more than 10 prayers, sometimes as many as 20 a night for 188 shows. We've read thousands of prayers on this show, and we don't read them by name. We read them by prayer ID. So let's uh, read a few. You're, you're very welcome to pray along with me, um, either without accessories or with your crystal balls. So... Uh, Please join me. And prayer ID 86841, who thanks everyone who prayed uh, for her. She says, may your prayers be answered. Amen. Well, thank you. Prayer ID 86840. Please pray for God to send the other woman far away so she can no longer be with my husband and no longer disrupt our lives. Amen. And prayer ID 86839. Please pray for a financial blessing for me and my children. Please also pray for protection for me and my children. Thank you for prayers. Praying your prayers are answered to amen. And prayer ID 86838. Please pray for my friend M that she will have confidence with her driving in the area she's now living. Please pray for favor to be placed over her family business. I pray that doors of opportunity will open for her family business and that they will be in the perfect right locations and that the conditions will continue to be right and favorable for the projects they're working on. I also pray that M will have a wonderful and fun visit with her daughters and safe travels. Thank you. Amen. And prayer ID 86837, please pray for healing and protection for my friend M E. I pray she will be surrounded by favor and that her needs will be provided at this time. I pray her health will be restored and for peace and comfort. Thank you for praying. Your prayers are answered too. Amen. And prayer ID 86836. Please pray A and I return to our relationship. He broke up with me without explanation and said he loves me with his whole heart. I love him with my whole self. Please pray we will get back together. Amen. Prayer ID 86835. Dear St. Jude, thank you for answering my prayers. I appreciate you lending me your favor. Love you. You're the best. Amen. And prayer ID 86834. Guiding spirits, bless my enemies and move them down a different path. May the roads remain open, and only those that are supportive of my forward movement remain on my path. Amen. Prayer ID 86833. KK has worked her butt off and on the field this season to prove to everyone that she is the best defender. This is soccer, apparently. Please pray that the coach's eyes are wide open and they unanimously give her the Defender of the Year award. This award would really help her in her quest to play soccer in college. Thanks in advance. Amen. And prayer ID 86831. Please, one and all, I beg of you, pray for me that our Heavenly Father intervenes with this court case and forces the man to plead guilty. That way it will spare me the painstaking act of attending court and having to relive that awful day. I absolutely believe one million percent in the power of prayer, and I believe and declare in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that this man will stay away from me and plead guilty to his crimes and also get to finally be held responsible for his actions. Amen. And prayer ID 86830, please pray for peace, love, happiness, and joy. Pray for companionship, wisdom, and kindness. Pray for financial abundance and knowledge for me and my family. Amen. Prayer ID 86828. Reporting abuse. The prayer is please stop. Amen. In prayer ID 86827. I'm praying that my son improves his focus with school and succeeds. Amen. and prayer ID 86826. Please pray for the infection to clear from my entire body, including the implant material, and for all the infection to stay gone without my needing surgery. Please pray for me to heal and return to feeling good. It's very hard for infection to clear from implant material and stay gone. I don't know if the infection is just in my body's soft tissue or if it's in the bone, or the implant material, or both. I really need healing. God can heal me. Please pray for a miraculous healing for me. Amen. And prayer ID 86825. Money flows in and stays. Debt's disappear. Bills are paid. Savings increase. Amen. Let's do one more. Prayer ID 86822. I need everyone to pray for me to raise my grades and be successful in nursing school. I need to pass and to pass the NCLEX. Please send positive energy my way. Thank you. Let us have a moment of uh, prayer and silent meditation for all those in need of affirmation and comfort. Amen. Well, tonight we're discussing Trump 17, the star. And it's an interesting image. You see a a naked woman kneeling by a pond, and both hands hold vessels pouring water. Some of the water is being poured on the ground, some into the pond. And in the sky, we see a star. We see an eight-pointed star. It is eight points, right? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it's eight points with um, seven stars around the main star. And uh, you see uh, a landscape with mountains and a, a tree, et cetera. And uh, the interpretation of this is often uh, inspiration, hope, creative self-expression, uh peace um uh the expression of the unconscious um healing wholeness uh especially after emotional storms this is because it follows every deck it follows the tower um and uh there's more to this card uh than that much much more And it's worth comparing this card um, to a very similar card. If we look at temperance, for instance, um, we also see a figure pouring water, right? Holding two cups, right? And uh, also with temperance, it's one foot on land and one foot on water. Uh, But what are the differences? Well, in temperance, there's more of a sense of control. The figure's dressed, for one thing. The water is being... Poured from one cup to the other, and the card represents will, middle ground, uh, balance, but uh, temperance is standing very erect and controlled and stiff, but uh, uh, not not our woman here. She's uh, naked for one thing, very relaxed, uh, uh, very supple, like a yogin, um, and uh, where. Temperance seems to be pouring out water back and forth in a uh, cycle. Not a drop is spilled. Um, conserving every drop, the star, uh, our star woman, our mermaid, pours it out freely, uh, almost wastefully, because she's confident that there's a lot more where that comes from. Um these These are sort of like uh, once again like the Holy Grail, no matter how much you take from it, there's always more. the source is infinite it's like those uh those fountains that no matter how much you drink, it's forever replenished, all these mystical vessels uh from legend that ever replenishing the cup the cups and the chalices that always replenish themselves uh, ever refilling you get the sense that there's far more coming out of those little vessels uh, in those streams. I mean, look at the one in the water. Uh, there's a lot more in that stream that that little cup can hold, and the same thing on the one pouring uh, on the ground. There's more volume coming out of it than the vessel seems to contain. These are ever-replenishing vessels. They're magical vessels. So what do we what do we have here? Um, um, this is a, uh, an infinite source of energy. Now, so some of this energy is poured onto the ground and some into the water. Now, usually universally, um, these ponds of water represent the unconscious, the, uh, the inner self. And uh, typically the unconscious, or the inner self, is the part of us that we can't connect with consciously. We have to access it through other means meditation, dreams, um, mystical uh, trips, astral explorations through divination, um, astral plane, uh, psychic methods, um, uh, the occult. And this is where we start to get in some very interesting grounds because. Uh, if we look at Arthur Waite's discussion of this, um, um, you know, he describes the card. He says a great radiant star of eight rays surrounded by seven lesser stars, also of eight rays, with no explanation. We'll get into that, though, in a minute. The female figure in the foreground is entirely naked. Her left knee is on the land and her right foot upon the water. She pours water of life, the elixir vitae, all Right. From two great ewers irrigating sea and land, behind her is rising ground, and on the right a shrub or tree whereon a bird lights. The figure expresses eternal youth and beauty. The star is Le Trois Flamboyant, which gives us a clue. Le Trois Flamboyant, which appears in Masonic symbolism, but has been confused therein. Remember that Le Trois Flamboyant. That which the figure communicates to the living scene is the substance of the heavens and the elements. It is said truly that the mottos of this card are waters of life freely and gifts of the Spirit. The summary of several tawdry explanations says that it is a card of hope. Tawdry explanations say it's a card of hope. On other planes it has been certified as immortality and interior life. For the majority of prepared minds, the figure will appear as the type of truth unveiled, glorious in undying beauty, pouring on the waters of the soul some part and measure of her priceless possession. But she is in reality the great mother in the Kabbalistic Sephira Bina, which is supernal understanding, who communicates to the Sephiroth that are below in the measure that they can receive her influx. Basically, he's He's talking there about uh, you know the tree of life um the Kabbalistic tree of life, but let's get back to the um uh Trois flamboyant, which appears in masonic symbolism well, this is a pentagram in Freemasonry with a g in the middle uh that you may see that is uh Representative of, of uh, all the symbols, including ether, uh, that is uh, described in Masonic symbols, which is the equivalent of the Holy Grail, which appears quite a bit in uh, the Rider Weight deck. You'll see it in the Ace of Cups, the Holy Grail, uh, inclu- including the dove coming from above with a wafer in her mouth, which you'll see described in Parsifal and other epics of the Holy Grail. Uh, the Ace of Cups is a literal representation of the Holy Grail uh, from the legend of Parsifal and other Holy Grails. So what we're, what he's basically saying is that the star here is L'Etoile Flamboyant, which in Masonic uh, literature is a representation of the Grail, the Grail stone, the Holy Grail. A Magical stone that is an unlimited source of holy sustenance. If you read the legends of the Holy Grail, uh, it forever filled everybody's cups with whatever it was they wanted to drink or eat, which is exactly what it's doing to those cups. You're looking at a representation of this card. Of the Holy Grail, those cups are ever flowing with whatever it is you need and we're not talking though about <laughs> you know beer <laughs> you know or vodka we're talking about gifts of the Spirit as he says whatever it whatever you need is being supplied we're not again we're not talking about um, uh, Mars bars you know or or chocolate but we are partially, right? One foot's on the earth. What do you need in this life? But we're also talking about the Spirit. What we're saying here is that God provides. Spirit provides. What Whatever you need will be provided. Now, this card, yes, it's hope. It's faith. But you see it's more than that it is that there is a source from which all things arise and fall we have a belief don't we uh, even if even if you're a scientist there's a belief that there's a source from which everything falls and everything rises to if you're a mystic we call the spirit if you're a scientist you might call it the quantum field but there's a source there's a base from which everything rises and to which everything returns and it provides everything and if you know how to access it. If you are a mystic and you know how to access it, you can manifest anything you need. And those two vessels that our star maiden has is doing just that. She's pouring it out on the ground in the material world and she's pouring it back into the spirit. So do you see the the mighty power of this card? what this card is telling you. Now, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. In the Bible, there is a mention in the book of Revelation. The third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star, blazing like a torch, fell from the sky on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter, and many people died from the waters that had become bitter. Now, the Greek word that's translated as wormwood appears in the Hebrew Bible uh, seven times, and it is believed to refer to a plant of the genus Artemisia. And uh, that worm Artemisia, or that planet Artemisia, Uh, Is often used metaphorically to mean something with a bitter taste, but it also refers to the dark green oil produced by the plant Artemisia, which was used medicinally to kill intestinal worms. Now, what is that plant? Well, that plant is mugwort. So the star wormwood is metaphorical in the Bible for mugwort which is one of the most popular herbs used in witchcraft, magic, and even root work. It's known as a psychic herb. It's known as a lunar herb, an astral herb. It's also a very strongly protective herb. And it is the Arte- Ar- Artemisia vulgaris. It's common mugwort. It grows worldwide. Now, it's magical virtues Um make it a very popular herb in virtually every school of magic and witchcraft in the world. By the way, it was also used in beer uh, in England and in Europe before uh, hops was discovered to give it a bitter taste. It's also mildly uh, intoxicating. and Well, if you cook it down, it can be quite intoxicating. Uh, Now, uh, I'll also tell you that uh, wormwood um is also uh used in absinthe and uh if it's if it's too uh, condensed, if it's too dense, um it can it can harm your eyesight. Um, wormwood's used a lot in cooking to flavor food. Um it's got a very sharp and bitter flavor, it's true. Um, uh and uh European folklore, it will protect against fatigue, injury, and poisons. Um, it's um, You can ingest it. You can smoke it. You can use it as an incense. You can make a pulse of it. Um, and it's got a calming effect. There's a... Um, it's used primarily, though, in... Uh, European witchcraft is a visionary herb. It amplifies psychic vision. It can induce prophetic dreams. It encourages wisdom and observation. And it helps you um, develop clairvoyance and divin- divinatory skills. It can be used, it was used in some of the recipes of the flying ointments. Um, and I'm going to tell you that in uh, my experience in the uh, 60s and 70s, there were wildly different accounts of uh, the effects of mugwort when it was mixed with various other things like uh, magic mushrooms, marijuana, uh, LSD, etc. It's not really hallucinogenic, though, uh, but it can help with lucid dreaming, uh, Tibetan dream yoga, uh, astral travel, um, you can take it before you go to sleep to help with vivid dreams, um, but scientifically, it's been studied, and it does have very real psychoactive effects. Um, and uh, the uh, psychoactive effects are so strong, you can absorb it uh, transdermally. You can uh, – uh, you know, if you're packaging it, um, you can absorb it through your skin. You can take it and tincture under your tongue. Um, so it is a um, uh, a very powerful um, psychic uh, plant. Now, um, uh, according to Scott Cunningham, I was making notes on this, looking at, of course, Scott Cunningham. He says it's also used to wash crystal balls and magic mirrors. Um, and mugwort leaves can be placed around the base of a crystal ball to aid in psychic workings and scryings. Wormwood, the star mentioned in the Book of Revelation. Why don't you dwell on that while we go to uh, station identification? The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance. whose <coughs> excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour, Wormwood and Ollie, Sunday, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour, John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All-time specific, add three hours for Eastern. Sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at (laughs) luckymojo.com. That uh, that was the revelation that really came to me, that that star is Wormwood, um, the star mentioned in the Bible that was about to plunge into the water and make it bitter. And um, the bitterness of Wormwood is not necessarily poisonous unless you take too much of it. Too much of any good thing is bad, right? And uh, when one indulges in the psychic arts, too much of it will make you sick. There's uh, something I talk about quite a bit, uh, Anata terror or meditation sickness, Um, you have to take this stuff in small doses. Uh, Too much of it will uh, terrorize you, will terrify you. It can make you sick. And as we notice the the star maiden, it's a very curious thing we notice. Her knee does not quite touch the ground. Her foot does not enter the water. She's uh, up the water but not in it. She hovers above the water. She doesn't get wet. She pours the water on the ground, but her knee is not in the mud. Her foot is not on the water. Her uh, foot is not in the water. It's like she's a specter. She's a, uh apparition. She's an angel. She's hovering. So while she pours this water, um, it's as if she isn't really part of either world. She's a third world. She... We have earth, water, and she's an air creature. Uh, she's a creature of the ether. Uh, the creative force, as you will, uh, returning the uh, whatever this energy is that's being created, returning it to the ground, kind of reminding us that whatever the creative force is, it ha- you have to recharge it. Uh, Creative force itself is no good unless, first of all, it's manifested in the real world. And secondly, there's got to be a recharge. There's got to be a return to the source for it to be recharged. The um, um, the bird on the bush, if you look very closely, it's an ibis. And you see a lot of the Egyptian symbols in uh, the Ryder waite smith deck. Uh, the ibis is a symbol of the Egyptian god Toth, who is considered uh, given credit as the inventor of all arts. He invented everything from poetry to pottery, everything in between. Um, literally, he taught the first artists um, all their skills. But on a more symbolic level, uh, you can say that that uh, indicates that all creative action all creative endeavors of humanity stems originally from that pool of raw energy. So it's one function of being a physical creature that we take all this energy, this unformed and untapped energy of raw potential, and use it to make poems and paintings, literature, um, speeches, uh, Blogs that we do something with it, it, it lays there inert until we uh, do something and bring it into the real world. Consequently, though, there's also a destructive quality to creation, we can take that raw energy and use it in destructive ways as well. Art can hurt as well as heal. but there's our maiden's foot it doesn't penetrate the water so the unconscious has been stirred up there's ripples but the foot has not entered it it's not been disturbed we can never enter the our own unconscious we can draw on it but we can never really enter it so every act of creation Objectifies this spiritual energy; it takes it takes from it and uh, draws from it, but it has symbols from it. That's what we call archetypes, right? They're archetypes that we draw from the unconscious, but we never really penetrate into it. It's, it's a darkness. It's a mystery to us. So we have created uh, an entire body of work in an attempt to create a lexicon or a body of symbols to understand this uh, source that we draw on um, and not even understand it. Now, these eight-pointed stars, there, there are many theories about it. Uh, actually, actually, it was explained uh, in some of Waite's work. The uh, eight points, it's another reference to eight uh the uh, the eights appear quite often, like on the strength card. Uh, eight-pointed stars can be formed by placing one square over another with the points alternating. The octogram uh, is a symbol that's halfway between a square and a circle. And the square stands for matter and the circle for spirit. And uh, human beings are considered a uh, an amalgam something that's halfway between spirit and the physical world the the uh the body is a vessel for the spirit um, we can both feel the truth we can sense the spiritual truth and we can act and it makes us a uh avatar through which spirit can manifest in the physical world so these eight these uh eight pointed stars um what's called octograms are a, are a symbol that occurs quite often in occultic literature and symbols as uh, a symbol of the um, uh, amalgam of uh, spirit and body. That's, that's why we see eight pointed stars quite often. And the, uh, as you will recall, as you'll recall, the uh, um, weight mentions this as a, l'Étoile, nettoir flamboyant, which appears in the Masonic symbolism as uh, the avatar of all the elements earth, air, fire, water, and the fifth element ether, which are all uh, 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 produced by the Holy grail the uh the the ultimate mystery mentioned um, quite often in the Freemasonry so yes we're talking about hope we're talking about the sense of healing, a sense of healing that is created not in terms of um, peace after the storm but by uh, uh, drawing upon the uh, infinite power available to us and oh yeah there's power in spirit Oh yes there's power and spirit, and this power is available to all of us this, this uh, infinite vortex of power and we talk about this in new thought these uh, great vortexes of power in the divine mind that's available to us just for asking, but you got to know how to ask for it and by uh, tapping into this power by accessing this power. Um, any number of miracles can happen. Jesus said, "These things that I've done, you could do too if you had the faith, the size of a, of a mustard seed, faith and hope and power." And you know, why don't we do it? Well, there are people who do. Um, they stay very quiet about it. You know, they don't make a big deal of it uh, because reality has a way of uh, imposing sanctions on people who do make a big deal of it. But I assure you that power is there and it's it's there for you to access. But 3000 years of human technology you hold it in the palm of your hand. You know you got the iPhone, the smartphone in your hand and that's a very distracting thing. And we're so proud of that. We're so proud of that. We're like, look at what we've done. We're so accomplished. We we put a man on the moon. We have an iPhone in our hand that that can do everything. When the real power is represented in this card that you're holding right there in your hand. The, the, you know, the naked female figure representing the Grail, as she pours the infinite bounty of spirit, some on ground, some in some in water, with the uh, wormwood descending overhead. I won't call it a little short tonight. I'm really tired. I've been working hard. I think I'm going to go to bed here in a minute. We're going to bring the show to an end. Uh, Next week, oh my goodness, do we dare? Yes, we do. (laughs) Trump 18. Uh, The moon, we go from the star to the moon, and boy, do we start dwelling on darkness then. Come on back. You know, we're heading for Halloween. You know, October's coming up. We're heading to Halloween, and we're going to start Uh, Kind of splitting the shows, I think. I think we want to start telling ghost stories as well as uh, talk about the Trumps. So do come back. You know, this is the Reverend John St. Germain. We love you very much. Um, Stay careful. It's kind of strange out there these days. Love you. Bye-bye.